I'm, I'm actually quite humbled by a lot of what I've heard here, but even so, um, I'm going to try and win you over for the seventh well, uh, first published in East Berlin in 1971. It's a semi-fictionalized Holocaust memoir uh, by Fred Wander, who was a survivor of Auschwitz and Buchenwald. Um, Holocaust memoirs tend to be written either by Wieselets or by Levites. The conceit of the Wieselets, think Elie Wiesel, is that if you read their account, you will know what it was like to be there, how it felt, and how it smelt. The Levites, think Primo Levi, acknowledge that their own experiences defy easy generalization, and that they are, in any case, by definition, exceptional, since, after all, they survived. And they insist that there's nothing they or we can do that will ever genuinely allow us to know what it was like to be there. The Wieselets offer us an easy opportunity to identify with them and to feel deep empathy. But if we want to understand rather than merely empathize, we must turn to the Levites. Indifferent to our empathy, they want us to share and engage seriously and critically with their difficulties. Their difficulties in grappling with the sense of disorientation in the camps, with life, to cite Jean Amaury's stunning phrase, at the mind's limits, and their difficulties subsequently in communicating their experiences to others. The accounts of the Wieselets are more often than not redemptive, those of the Levites never. Within the Levite canon, there's no narrative more carefully and more self-consciously crafted than Fred Wander's The Seventh Well. Indeed, it begins with a story about the potential and limitations of storytelling itself in the form of an ongoing conversation between the narrator uh, and one Mendel Teichmann, renowned in the camp for the magical uh, powers of his storytelling, and we're told that Mendel could, with one word, make the men turn pale, make them think, cry, laugh. Words lashed them, choked them, made them ache and sweat. But crucially, the book's very first words are these. Three weeks after the conversation I will now relate, Mendel would die. Storytelling, in other words, for all that it can achieve and indispensable as it is for human existence, did not ultimately withstand the inexorable process of annihilation in the camp. Yet Wander's cure of redemption is not simply one of resignation. It is underpinned by defiance, realism, and humor. Take the narrator observing a group of young prisoners waiting to be executed. Why do they not run towards the fence and get themselves shot? Perhaps, the narrator suggests, Life compressed into that tiny remaining time, sharpened by barely imaginable sufferings, perhaps life had become distilled to something quintessential in itself. Yet at this point, he quite abruptly changes tack. No, he continues, we won't presume that the hours spent standing under the gallows raise one's consciousness of existence. That would be water on the mills of the despisers of life. Let's take it at face value, dying means dying. Or take the narrator's account of the liberation of Buchenwald, the only camp liberated by its own prisoners. Wander challenged the official GDR position 
uh, by focusing on the Jewish prisoners in the so-called small camp, who were neither directly involved nor immediately affected by the uprising. The narrator himself, a semi-delirious with typhus, observes a dead old Jew and a rabble of Jewish boys. He contemplates the dignity of the dead old Jew and the vitality of the Jewish boys. The old Jew, he then su suggests, had handed himself on, and the Jewish boys had picked up the staff he had thrown down, picked it up and carried it on among themselves. But then the narrator again immediately cuts short any sense of redemptive perspective here. The boys, he adds, had incidentally gone through his, the dead man's, pockets. Also, they had gone through my pockets when I was asleep. They found my tin spoon and used it before my eyes with sublime indifference. Subtle and understated, deeply affecting and profoundly thought-provoking, the seventh well is a pearl in the Levite crown, and I warmly commend it to you. Thank you very much.